to a brand spanking new episode of Take It Home, a wrestling podcast. I am one of your hosts, Zach Hilton, and along with me for this ride, for a brand new ride, is... Change too, baby. Not the second time that we're doing this podcast. Def- first time. Definitely not the first time. It's not like we did it live and would have been in the same room. Yeah, you know, we uh, we didn't record it right next to each other to put out a, a live version, a better audio version for you folks. Uh, we didn't do that already on Sunday after the Royal Rumble. We, we didn't do that not we, at all. We didn't do it at all. It didn't not record, and we're not doing this for the second time. Hopefully we have the same kind of energy and feel as we did when we yeah. watched it live because we did watch Royal Rumble live here on 100 Inches. And hundreds of shoes. And to, to speak about um, our, our previous audio that got lost, um, apparently it escaped from us. It escaped the room. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, we, we lost it. But uh, we're back now. So. Yeah, we're back now, and you know what? We're not going to, you know, just diddly-daddly through this, so let's just pop into this mother sucker. All right, so the Royal Rumble, leading up to the Royal Rumble, I wasn't really hyped on it. We have our Raw 25 review. If you want to go back to that, that was Raw's go-home show to the Royal Rumble. Then you look at SmackDowns, and SmackDowns was better. SmackDown felt like a wrestling show getting ready for a big pay-per-view. I enjoyed it. What were your feelings on SmackDown? Yeah, like, um, uh, I was going to say, like I said in the last show, but we didn't hear that one. Um, I, I really liked SmackDown's Go Home because, like you said, it was really built well. They, it was great to see that weeks of build made it into the Go Home show when they were doing the promos of AJ saying he could beat Kevin and Sammy the same same night. Um, so on that Go Home show, they had those two singles matches and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I'm really glad that SmackDown built to something like they actually had a plan, whereas we know, and we've talked about it, it doesn't seem like all the time that Raw does that. So um, I was actually looking forward to uh, coming into the Royal Rumble, not only for the Go Home show SmackDown, but just the fact that we get to watch, get to watch it on a 100-inch screen and the hangout to the Royal Rumble game. Uh, so I was looking forward to all of that heading into it. Absolutely. So we get into the Royal Rumble hype video, and then going into it, we all thought that the Women's Royal Rumble would be the first match. Not to say that the Women's Royal Rumble doesn't deserve to be later on the show. It's just that's how WWE usually treats the women's division. Um, That being said, we opened the show with the WWE Championship, AJ Styles defending in a handicap match against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And, you know, it's a solid match. I'm a big fan of matches where, you know, the the babyface has to fight up. Where the babyface, you know, he's not necessarily going to absolutely win. Sometimes you get those matches and you're like, okay. But I feel like this was a great fight. I think Sammy shined in it. And, you know, the way that they uh, finished it, it wasn't like AJ Styles just 100% beat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Heck, there's some schmas in there where Sami was like, Kevin's not the legal guy, and he rolled up pin Kevin. So, like, there's a little, there's a little like, uh, controversy that's probably going to go into SmackDown about it. Uh, what do you think of the match? Yeah, I really liked it, too. Like, like you said, you know, um, it doesn't have to be 
um, this Arbor five-star match the way that it's set up. You know, it's a handicap match, so you're not necessarily going to get that. Um, I really like the psychology of this. Sammy and, and Kevin in the first five minutes tagged out about ten times to try to get to AJ's head. Yeah. Uh, so I really like uh, I really liked how they did that, um, and so it wasn't just straight up like you know uh, right away cut uh, AJ off and just beat the crap out of him for 15 minutes, do a little comeback, and then you know AJ beats him. It was completely opposite of that, and like you said. Um, AJ won out of nowhere, um, and it, like they said, uh, Kevin wasn't the legal guy or whatever the case was. So um, I really liked how there was more story in this match, and there's something coming out of it as well because we're obviously going to be sticking with it or a olive branch coming from this. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. It was a very story-driven match, not necessarily uh, a wrestling classic. It was story-driven, which I I enjoy. Like, not every match needs to be a show-stealer. So, yeah, it's a solid match. Then after that, we go into the Usos defending the SmackDown tag titles against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin in a two-out-of-three falls match. Now, this match is your wrestling match of the evening. It's really good. The Usos are showing why they are the top tag team in the WWE, all of WWE, and um, they go toe-to-toe with Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin in this, and then, you know, they get the first pin, and I was like, okay, this is cool, and, you know, we'll get we'll get Chad to get a pin or Shelton, and then we'll get to that third fall. Real dramatic, really top-notch wrestling, and then, like, five minutes later, if then, uh, the Usos get another pin on Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. So, in a two-out-of-three-falls match, the Usos win two straight falls, and I was shocked. I was just in pure shock. Wrestling isn't a sport that really has a lot of shock value anymore, especially with it not having the Monday night wars. But you want to talk about a match that was shocking for one of their big shows. It was this. Yeah, 100%. And like, like you said, you know, in wrestling, we never get two straight falls ever. Like even, even just the commentary, you always know the way that they start commentating on the match that it's going to go to a third fall, whatever it is. Like it's always that tell. We just know, you know, as a wrestling fan, okay, well, we're going to get three falls. We get one for one, and that's going to be a dramatic third fall. Um, and like you said, yeah, it was a shock, like how um, that first fall was about probably 10 minutes or so, and then that second one was – so the full match was about 18 minutes, and that second fall came out of nowhere about five minutes after that, and it was um, it was great, like you said. Um, I would love to see these two teams in uh, main events of a pay-per-view. Like, give me a, just a regular SmackDown pay-per-view. Um, let, let's a main event. Let, let's see a main event of, of these two teams because, like you said, the Usos are just on fire since they came to SmackDown and developed this um, this character of the Usos that we're seeing. Uh, I love it as well, and I, I honestly, I never really say this, but I want to see more more of them. I think you you nailed it right there. I think the Usos are capable of main eventing, and I know. Well, I think SmackDown does have a pay-per-view before WrestleMania. I want to say it's Roadblock. And how cool would it be, you know, let's not have um, AJ 
Well, well, you know what? Let's 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 continue with this card. I'll 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 speculate later after something else, which we'll just jump into right now. The male Royal Rumble, the man, the men's, if you will, Royal Rumble. Thirty men coming in the ring to do battle to get that number one contendership to go to WrestleMania. And uh, what are your what are your thoughts on this Royal Rumble? How do you feel this fits in with what we've seen recently? And does it like compare to older Royal Rumbles? Um, well, to, to answer the first one, it, it it blows previous Royal Rumbles out of the water. Like I would say, man, I I can't even honestly date back to the last Royal Rumble that I really truly enjoyed. Um, like just for the sheer factor of of watching it, but this one definitely blows at least the past five years out of the water on how awesome that it was put together as far as booking for the timing of when the the people that were coming out, their numbers that they were coming out, um, how the eliminations happened, just literally everything down to anything that you could you could talk about with this Royal Rumble. I really enjoyed. Um, what was your other question? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. You're you're getting it right there. It's it, you know. Okay. Just just talking about um former Royal Rumble winners. I mean, in recent year because I'm going to talk about that real quick. You know, Royal Rumble other than coming over, everybody getting together and playing the game, I always feel like for at least in recent memory, I would say of the last 6 years, we'll go that. Like the Royal Rumble has not been as enjoyable as previous years. Like, you know, you you think we're going to build stars and, you know, we're going on to, uh, you know, our, our the guys that we want to win to go to WrestleMania, and it's just not been that. I'm going to name some previous Royal Rumble winners of the last few years, and you can see it right there. Uh, Roman Reigns, Triple H. Randy Orton, um, Batista, like those are a few of the names that have won recently. And the fact that Randy Orton and Triple H, and I get it, Triple H won Royal Rumble uh, was for the WWE Championship, and that's where Triple H got it. But it's still, it's that fact that we haven't built someone that naturally has come through for the fans like a Steve Austin or the rock somebody like that hell I'll even say John Cena and Batista from 2005 that Royal Rumble like I I, that's the Royal Rumble that stands out in my memory as one of my favorites and you know and like that Royal Rumble ended with John Cena and Batista like two of you know their staples in the company uh, now, but then they were the up and coming, uh, you know, young guys. And the fact that not since 2005 have we gotten a Royal Rumble winner where I feel like, oh, we're building someone uh, is kind of, kind of, eh, in my mind. So that being said, this Royal Rumble, ha- it was full of surprises. We got two NXT call ups, we got two surprise entrants being the Hurricane, which was just there for fun. You know what I mean? And then uh, Rey Mysterio being a surprise where, like, I lost my mind when Rey Mysterio came out, especially since, like, when he was out there, he was better than he's been his entire run in the WWE. 
Yeah, he really was. And then uh, he just, he honestly looks better, too. And probably because he didn't have beige pants on, he had real tight pants. Yeah. Tight pants. Just um, real tight on the no, ass. And, um, but no, I agree, too. Just, like, the the spots, everything, everybody had a great spot. Like, like they were meant to have that spot. Um, and it just made sense. So I, I'm glad that they had the one, you know, Hurricane was the nostalgia pick. Um, and we didn't need guys like, you know, a Dudley Boy or Honky Tonk Man or whoever else that they've put in the past um, that just didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, cool, you get a quick pop, but is it doing anything for the Rumble? Um, so this Rumble we had a really good um, way of doing that. Like you said, uh, you had Adam Cole come out there. Um, so that was that was a shock to me. I wasn't expecting that. Right. Uh, I don't know if anybody else was. I don't know if anybody else was. But, no. Um, and then, yes, like you said, the, the Rey Mysterio pick was also like that nostalgia, but also I'm sure we're going to get into it here. Coming down to the wire, he could have won. Like, it's it's very possible, like, the guys in the ring, we got down to the final five or six, any of these guys could have won. And that was what was really cool about it, too. Yeah, like, Rey Mysterio was a threat to everybody because he is a previous Rumble winner, but on top of that, like, him coming in and the way that he was performing in the ring was just top-notch, and right where you were going with it, like, the final, what, would you say, five or six guys in the ring? Yeah, six guys in the ring were all potential winners of this match. You're talking Roman Reigns, John Cena... Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Randy Orton. And every single one of those guys could have won this. And I loved when we got to this portion of the match. It was like John Cena, Randy, and uh, Rey all were like on one side where the young guns of Roman Reigns, Shinsuke, and Finn Balor were on the other. And then they all just started to brawl with each other. And I just felt like whoever booked this match did it perfectly like i want this person even if it was like jamie noble uh like getting a redo from his previous one where roman won like if if he's the one or whoever booked this they need to stick with what they are doing because this was how to me that you do your royal rumble and i'm not saying you don't have bad guys win bad guys win things all the time and that's why like you know when Randy Orton had won it or Triple H like there's reasons why those guys won it but when you get someone like Roman Reigns in the year that he won like the company knew that he wasn't going to get a pop so they sent out the rock and that just made things worse so I died yeah, way worse way worse yeah so I digress a little bit what you know we're starting to get some eliminations uh Finn Balor gets eliminated Rey Mysterio gets eliminated and we're down to our final four of Roman Reigns Shinsuke Nakamura Randy Orton and John Cena what were you thinking at this point when you saw these final four um so at this point like again you like you just said and I said before is that any of these guys could win this um, I was actually pulling for Johnny, kind of, just because uh, I've been really high on, on John Cena and late in his career. Like I turned, I turned around, and stopped hating him. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it was just, it was just cool that the you saw guys like Shinsuke in the ring with John Cena and Randy Orton. Let's say, or uh, Randy was up by that time, but um, Shinsuke like belonging there. You know what I mean? Um, because he's 
he's our guy that we wanted to come since Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was just it was a really cool moment to see that um, and not know who was going to win. You know, um, and then Johnny gets eliminated, uh, and it's down to Shinsuke and Roman. And we're like crapping ourselves because we're like, oh my god, Roman's gonna win. Yeah, like, are they going to pull the trigger with Shinsuke, or is this another like uh, trolling by the WWE? And they go back and forth for a little bit, and there are some moments where it's like, oh god, who's going to win? But when everything's said and done, Shinsuke delivers a mean knee to Roman Reigns and throws him over the top rope and wins the Royal Rumble. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to WrestleMania for the WWE Championship because he challenged AJ Styles. What were you hoping, thinking at this point of the show? Well, we've been asking WWE to make us excited for WrestleMania for about the last year and a half. And in that single moment, with one announcement, I am hyped for WrestleMania 34 with just that match. AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura to main event WrestleMania. Boom. I am in. Give me, give, give me, I'll keep, take my money. Take my money. Well, you already have my money, but right. take, take me even more of my money because I am so in for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just feels like we're we're at a time where maybe the E is listening a little bit, uh, and we'll get there in a, in a at the end of this conversation. But you know, I I do believe that the WWE Championship is going to main event WrestleMania, and it's going to be Shinsuke versus AJ. And if that's the fact, then not since WrestleMania 30 have I been so excited. To watch a WrestleMania, um, so so yes, hats off to them for booking this Royal Rumble match, and from there we'll go on to I believe the tag titles or the Universal yeah, Championship. Raw, raw tag team championship. Okay, Raw tag team championships. Um, I think this is the only dud of the show, and I don't like calling it a dud, but I'm giving it that just because this one is a storied match. But it ends up being like a match earlier, a handicap style. Jason Jordan gets knocked out for majority of the match, and it's just Seth fighting uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. And I wasn't really hooked into it. I don't remember a lot from it uh, except for that. So I, I guess, eh, I mean, good job for trying hard, but I'm, I wasn't into this one. Yeah, neither was I. Um, like you said, it was it essentially we, we had two handicap title matches on the show. Um, and good on them. Like, I mean, they worked their butts off. And, uh, but, yeah, I really don't remember anything that happened in here besides um, Jason got up off the floor, uh, tagged out, Seth came in, acted like he was dizzy, tagged back out, and then Seth got beat right. with, uh, with the, bro- with the, with the uh, broke kick and then their tanking finisher. So um, that's all I remember from it. It's, but, again, hats off to them. Uh, but I just feel like they could have went a different way with this. Um, so it wasn't the, essentially the same exact handicap match that we saw at the beginning of the night. Yeah, so we're not going to spend a lot of time in that. Uh, the next match is the Universal Championship. Kane versus Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Let me know what you're feeling. Um, I mean, we were just hoping for beat the crap out of each other. Um, we expected a lot of destruction. Um, and then I think we both figured that Kane was going to take the fall, whether it was going to be Brock or if they decided to pull the trigger uh, with Braun. Um, 
and we got exactly what we what we expected. You know, it was a brawl. Uh, Braun and Brock uh, potatoed the crap out of each other, and that was kind of uh, kind of cool, but also kind of like, oh my god, uh, moment to see because obviously those two guys are huge, and we know Brock is a legitimate um, fighter. Um, so those are those are some some big moments of the match. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we got destruction, and then uh, right guy won, I think. Brock retains. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, I, think it was, I think we got exactly what we needed, um, and it didn't need to be any more than what it was. Yeah, I agree, because, like, you know, I love Brock Lesnar to death. We're not going to get too many five-star matches out of him unless if it's, like, you know, him versus John Cena or that triple threat match that he had with Seth and John Cena. Like, those matches... And when he's in the ring with guys that want to wrestle, I feel like he does try even harder. But we knew what we were getting. They did exactly right. They brought weapons into it. Tables were being broken. People were just beating the shit out of each other. And that's what I wanted. And they didn't go too long. I think the match only went like 13 to 15 minutes. And that's exactly what I needed. Kane takes the F5, one, two, three. Brock's going to WrestleMania. And Brock's going to have a year-run title reign with the Universal Championship. And I love it. I love that they're still continuing to use Brock like the monster, like the legend that I feel like he's becoming. And, you know, we'll we'll get to uh, that conversation after we review the rest of the Rumble. But then we go on to our main event of the evening, which is surprisingly to me, and I think perfect and should have been, is the first ever historic Royal Rumble all women. And this is bonkers. Uh, You know, getting into this, I think there's 17 main roster women uh, that were going to be in this match. So we knew there were going to be some NXT women to come in there and legends. And if I could just go ahead and just get this out of the way, like my thoughts on this match, like it's not the crispest. It's not the best rumble that I've ever seen, but man, was it awesome to see not only current superstars tearing it up, but watching legends come in and, do their thing as almost like this is because of you. Like when Trish and Lita and Beth Phoenix and Molly Holly were all in that ring, I felt that was WWE's way of thanking these ladies for all their hard work and holding it up, uh, you know, trying to get this division where it is now. And the fact that they all got to go in there and just rock the world made me happy. Now there were, uh, divas in there like Michelle McCool and Kelly Kelly and I'm not and Tori Wilson and I'm not knocking them because like they did do something they mainstreamed themselves for the WWE to do this so in their own right they do deserve to be in this match too so all that being said I really enjoyed this match my favorite person in the rumble was Trish Stratus um, because she came off like almost like how The Rock did when he came back. Like he could still hang in there, and I could like how we said with the men. I could believe Trish Stratus could have won that Royal Rumble. Uh, what were you thinking for this match? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you pretty much said uh, about everything that that I would have said. Um, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> one thing you did forget—you didn't say it exactly. You said it at the Rumble we were watching it, but. We 
new the new kids and the old legend. I'm not old like they're old, but you know what I right. mean, like the the legends. You can see the revolution. You see the evolution of where women's wrestling was. You know, with people again. Hey, not knocking her. She made a name for herself, but like Kelly Kelly. Yeah. And then you see in the ring with like Sasha Banks and right. Uh, any, you know any of the any of those other girls. Right. So it's like. You see, you see that evolution of what we had in women's wrestling, and we can appreciate it now so much more because we have actual girls that can wrestle, Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, the list goes on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it was really cool to see. Um, and I think even in the women's here, too, like, that all the, the booking made made good sense. You know, you had a couple of, you had a main roster, an NXT, and then a legend. It wasn't necessarily exactly like that, but it was kind of that pattern. Like, we had a couple of known people and then an unknown. A couple of known people and unknown, and I feel like it kept it kept the pace up to, like you said, not necessarily the most crisp Royal Rumble I've ever seen, but it kept that crowd into it because they were able to cheer, um, oh, a known person. Hey, uh, an NXT person is, you know, that's a call-up. Oh, man, a legend that, that we haven't seen in forever. So it kind of kept that, hey, hey, yeah. Um, yeah. Going that major time, which um, I think not necessarily that they that they needed to make it interesting, but I'm glad that they did it because you know, again, it is the main event. We didn't expect the women to main event it. It makes sense for them to because it's historic. It's the first ever. Um, but yeah, what I'm saying is I'm glad they did it that way to keep the crowd into it, and I feel keep the at least us. I don't know. I can't speak for any other viewing audience, but it kept us into it. Um, and yeah, and just overall, like you said, Trish had the Undertaker pick, um, the number thirty there, and that was uh, that was a perfect pick for her to be in um, for the crowd to cheer. And then yeah, holy crap, she could win this. Yeah, like it was smart to have Lita at the beginning because you knew she, you know, oh, could Lita last long, but she didn't. But then you get Trish at the end where it's like, oh man, she pulled the right number because only a couple of people need to be eliminated. And it, uh, you know, she gets tossed out and it comes down to Brie Bella who came back with Nikki Bella who came back, which I thought was cool. And they're working together against Asuka, but then Nikki turns on Brie and knocks her out of the ring and she's like, hey, this is, I got to win this. One of us can only go. So then um, Asuka ends up uh, beating her and then, uh, hold on for a second, buddy, okay? Okay. So, like, Asuka winning the Royal Rumble was absolutely huge. Um, and I'm actually shocked that she won because, you know, we get Shinsuke Nakamura earlier. Now we get Asuka. They're very, you know, same. They're foreign. They're not, uh, you know, standard white people winning. We're actually using the world of WWE, if you know what I mean. And, you know, this is a big moment. Everybody's loving it. And then all of a sudden we get some music. And who's coming out? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey comes out. You know, she's looking at Asuka and she's looking at Alexa Bliss and Charlotte who are standing in the middle of the ring because Asuka hasn't decided who she's facing. So then, like, she tries to shake Asuka's hand. Asuka slaps it out of the way, which I thought was pretty radical because it's like, you know, I'm a badass mf -er too, so don't be coming in here acting like you're some kind of name. And then uh, Ronda points to the WrestleMania sign, and then she goes to see Seth, or not Seth, Stephanie, points to the WrestleMania sign. Then she goes to the bell ring or rings the bell, points to the WrestleMania sign. Then goes to Section 314, grabs a popcorn, 
points to the WrestleMania sign. And then, uh, you know, that's the show. Uh, so, you know, Ronda shows up, Asuka wins. We're kind of amped at this point, aren't we? Like, this was the hottest point to, like, end the show. Yeah, we really were. And um, I'm glad I'm glad that Ronda didn't enter the Royal Rumble because I doubt that she's ready for that yet. Right. Um, so, so pointing at the WrestleMania sign 87 times, <laughs> by my count, um, yeah. is the best way to do that because... You know, the next day, it's uh, worldwide coverage of, of not only WWE, but Ronda, Ra- Ronda Rousey, but also WWE, you know. So um, I, heard, I heard it on all the radio stations. They were talking about the Royal Rumble, ESPN, um, Good Morning America. All those things were talking about WWE, Ronda Rousey, and the Royal Rumble. And that's, that's just good all around. That's good, that's, that's good exposure. So, it, it's um, mainstream I'm, business. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um and uh, Ronda's obviously a, uh, she's trained and been a champion in UFC, so I'm pretty sure that she would uh, train her ass off to be good enough to put on a, a match. Um, so I'm just hoping that that's what we see when we finally see it. I agree, brother, 100%. All right, so that's the Royal Rumble 2018. The road to WrestleMania has officially begun. I believe both of us got hyped out of it. One to ten, what do you rank this Royal Rumble? Well, I was going to give it my original score, but because the recording failed the first time, I'm, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I'm going 9.5 on uh, this Royal Rumble. I was really amped uh, for the entire show. Um, I loved almost every single minute. The only... The only critique is that Raw tag team title match, and again, that's nothing against them. Um, I just feel like they could have went a different route and given us something different than the handicap match, which it ended up kind of being. Um, but other than that, I mean, the men's Royal Rumble was great. Um, well booked out, like we said, so is the women's. Um, and yeah, 9.5 for me. Yeah, I'm not, I have nothing else to say about it. You nailed it right there 9.5 for me it's not a knock on uh the raw tag team titles they all worked hard it's just i don't think that was the right match to be booked on the show it should have been like on the pre-show or something um so that being said i think this is probably their best royal rumble they've had in quite some time uh i'm looking forward to where we go here and now that we we're done Uh, talking about the rumble a couple of things i want to talk about real quick to get your thoughts on it okay so you you brought up the you know the usos being able to main event a show and i want to know how would you feel if the smackdown branded pay-per-view that happens before wrestlemania like they should be hyping up aj styles versus nakamura this entire time so i don't really want aj to defend the um the title there so what if the main event for this smackdown brand pay-per-view was the usos defending the tag titles against shinsuke and aj styles Ooh, ooh, that is in- that is interesting um i mean like i said i'm all for the usos main eventing um i think they definitely can do it um i mean i would i would enjoy seeing that the only it's just like um Kind of the outcome we know that. Well, I guess we don't. I guess we don't necessarily know that Shinsuke and AJ wouldn't win. Um, now that I think about it, like yeah. they could be, they could be co-tag team champions going into WrestleMania facing each other. It's very possible. Yeah, I mean um, it's happened before. Uh, John Cena and um, Shawn Michaels were both tag champs. 
And, uh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I definitely, the, the thing is, like, a couple years ago, I wouldn't have said the Usos in the same sentence as those other two names, Shinsuke and AJ. But right. at this point, the Usos on a different level than Shinsuke and AJ, but they are as big, in my view, as those two guys. So, like, they could definitely hold their own um, in a main event slot against two world-known names like Shinsuke and AJ. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I, I definitely feel the Usos are now at that level where they're like, they're ring generals almost, where, you know, you want to follow their lead in the ring and they'll get you there safely. And for me, I don't want to see like a blood feud between Shinsuke and AJ. I want to see like who's the better wrestler out of this. And I think a good chapter and a good step in this feud would be them going for the tag team titles and not necessarily win. Like either way, like you said, they could win, they could not. And even if they won it, maybe a week or two later, they lose them back to the Usos just to progress the story of both these guys, uh, will they or will they not get along? I just think it's a it's a fun idea, and it popped in my head when you uh, brought them up, uh, you know, made inventing a show, and I think this is the easiest way to do it, almost, you know, because you'll have legitimate main eventers in the match. Right. Well, then even the same thing, like, they just turned, they just worked so hard turning AJ back back face I don't I don't see why they would make him a bad guy again just you know because I was not going to make no. him a bad guy no I don't um, think either are going to be bad guys for this feud no I, I, I agree I don't I don't want to see a blood feud either I just think it's that best in the world like who's who's the legit best in the world yeah um, I say that because again they invested so much time making AJ a good guy again that um, they would just be ruining all that hard work of if they if they flip them again yeah okay my next subject and i know you haven't seen monday night raw but um two this is almost a twofer uh you know point a point b so last night they announced that asuka is going for the raw women's championship okay and okay. because of that, uh, you know, Stephanie was like, but there's a chance that it's not going to be Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss has to defend her title as the Elimination Chamber in the first ever women's Elimination Chamber. Okay. Oh, shit. Yes, sir. So that being said, I have uh, a couple things to you. Do you think that because there is going to be a men's Elimination Chamber as well, do you think that the women's should uh, main event the pay-per-view again because this is this is for a title. The men's is the number one contendership, but this is the women's world championship. Do you think this should main event the show? That's A. Tell me. Um, yeah, I would say you have to because um, you just main evented for the first ever women's Royal Rumble. It would make... It wouldn't make any sense if you didn't do the same thing for now with a title on the line. Um, yeah, you, you have to, in my view. Yeah, I think I think the women's uh, should main event again as well. But that's neither here nor there. Now, B, sticking with the women, we just had this huge night, okay? We had the Royal Rumble. Everything went down, blah, 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 blah. But there's been some backlash within the women's division because um, 
Ronda Rousey came out at the end that are pointing, and that's what everybody's covering. Everybody from Sports uh, Sports Center, uh, fucking ESPN, you know, all these sports outlets, all these news outlets are running that Ronda Rousey showed up at the Royal Rumble is now a full time wrestler. Blah 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 blah, and no one's mentioning the first ever women's Royal Rumble. And it's made um, it's made the women kind of salty. Nikki and Brie Bella commented about it. Um, Nia Jax commented about it. Medusa commented about it. So, do you think that they have the right, or you know, are they in the right for the fact that they, uh, you know, kind of got looked over because of Ronda? Yeah, one hundred percent. I wasn't even. I didn't think about that because even I said, you know, it was great for. WWE, great for Ronda Rousey and great for the Royal Rumble that everybody's covering it, but if they're only talking about Ronda, which, yeah, now that I think about it, all I ever heard was, was Ronda Rousey was at Royal Rumble, um, yeah, that's messed up because that's not giving any credit to any of the women, present day or past, that not only were in the match, but have worked so hard to make it what it is today. Um, so, yeah, they're definitely in the right that they should, I mean, Okay, yeah, Ronda was in UFC in the women's division of UFC, and she was the champion. Cool. You know, but that, she didn't necessarily have to work to establish that. Like, they just, UFC made that happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, all, all these women, present day in the past, have worked for the entire time to get to this point. So they definitely have a reason to, to be upset uh, that nobody is, is talking about them. Yeah, and that's my feeling, too, is the fact that, you know, it it makes me feel that we're still in this kind of dark shadow of WWE is this, like, bad word to say, and, like, you know, Ronda's getting all this attention, and it's because she is a mainstream personality, and it seems like that's the only time we're ever going to hear WWE being out in the open, whether it's some mainstream personality coming in or the 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 highs of WrestleMania and how that was, or some kind of thing like Enzo. That's what we're going to get. Like those are the type of three news stories that WWE is going to make, which is kind of sad because, like you said, the women busted their ass and did something special. And I said earlier, it's not my favorite Royal Rumble, but I feel like I can always go back to watching that Royal Rumble and being like, I was there to watch this. And it was like so many memories were made from it. And it's, it is kind of sad that that nothing got airwaves out of that. Uh, yeah, 100% agree. Um, okay. So now my final thing of the day, and we were, you know, I don't want to like end on a low note. I really don't, but I've been doing some thinking and maybe it's good or bad that we had to re-record this. So, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble. Asuka won the Royal Rumble. And I feel like it's been like six months that I've read that news uh, that they were both being looked to win the Royal Rumble. And like we said uh, before, that maybe it's okay that we, you know, we know what we're going to get because we'll enjoy what we get. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. So that also got me to thinking, and it seems that we're going that way too anyways. Um, th- like I said, the men at Elimination Chamber are going to have 
um, an elimination chamber match. Winner goes to WrestleMania to face the Universal Champion. Uh, we got three people in right now. It's Braun, Elias, and John Cena. The uh, the three other people haven't been named yet, but it got me to thinking. You know, six months ago I read that. Even longer before that, like last WrestleMania, I read that Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar were eyeing to main event WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. So, I guess my question to you is, how can I phrase this? Like we said before, maybe it's okay that we are told, you know, like, it's okay to give me what we're thinking we're going to get because that's what I want. And now, in the same breath, I feel like we are going to get Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Is it bad that... We get this match, and they've been planning this match for a year. Doesn't that kind of hinder anybody from getting, like, like old-school, make-a-name-for-yourself kind of way? Like Rusev. Rusev's got Rusev Day. He's over. The fans are behind him. But what does it matter when the WWE is already planning a different main event? So it's almost like you're shooting yourself in the foot in a way of progressing to a main event status because that's not what they want. You know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm like going with here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I think it's always been in the wrestling that to have a general plan and idea that this is what you're going to do and this is where you're going. Um, but yeah, I feel like if, I feel like it shouldn't just be the one-and-done option. Like, this is our only option. Like, um, yeah, okay, maybe they've been talking about it for a year, but why wouldn't you also have that alternate path, like like you said, making somebody else, making that superstar, whether it's Rusev or whether it's somebody else. Like, have that alternate path that could also be written into Cross and work into that WrestleMania match. So, um, yeah, and, man... I don't want to see Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns again, as I'm sure a lot of other people don't want to see that. I just, uh, I, I don't want that. Don't, don't give me that. Because I might, I might skip that match. Honestly. Well, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be 100% honest. The only way they're going to get me to watch that match is if it's the like lower on the card, like not, not like dead low, but like co-main event. Because I'm telling you right now, if that's the last match of the evening, I'm not going to turn it off because I'm going to have people there and, you know, people are going to watch. But I'm walking away. I'm not watching the match. And I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I don't want it. And I feel like there's a bunch of people that don't want it. And I'm not looking forward to the two months that I got to deal with Brock and Roman in a feud. I've seen it. It's, it's done. I don't like it. And if it's the main event of the show and the last match, I'm able to walk away and say, my WrestleMania ended with Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree with you because I'm pretty sure we, we both said that last year when we talked about WrestleMania is if the opportunity that Roman Reigns is going to end our WrestleMania again, that the match before is going to be our, our main event. So uh, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure we said something along those lines. Uh, not the exact quote, but I feel the same way. Like I just, I don't want to see Roman Reigns at the end of WrestleMania again. No. So if that is the opportunity that's presented, then I will just go home. 
after the previous match. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Well, you feel the same way as I do. We've ran a little long. That's all right, though. So, um, you know, if they try to show us Brock and Roman, what should we do? Give it a big old squeeze because we ain't taking that home. We're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> 